Welcome back, my friends. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. It's getting really cold outside. I just came back from a walk with my dog and I'm absolutely freezing. It's like minus 14 outside right now, though it is pretty sunny, but it's really cold. So I hope you all are staying warm if you are like me and are living in a really cold place. Anyway, happy new year once again. I can't believe that it's 2022 already. I hope that you've had a good holiday season. I hope that you were all able to get a bit of rest before heading back to work or school or whatever it is that you're up to. I hope that you got to spend some time with your family and your friends. I know that this past holiday season as well as last year's holiday season was extremely difficult with the pandemic and it just seems like with the new variant things are just going backwards again which really sucks but I hope that you at least got some time to just take a break from the world. I didn't do a whole lot myself. I did get to see a couple of people, some relatives that I haven't seen in quite a while. I got to see my friend for the first time after she got married and I got to see her family. And yeah, that's that was basically like my two highlights is being able to socialize with some people after a really long time. Other than that, I just, you know, was at home. I watched a lot of Christmas movies this year, which to be honest, I'm not huge on Christmas movies, but I watched a couple this year. We got a new TV over um, Black Friday in November, and it came, it's like a smart TV, and it's the first time we've had a smart TV, and it, it came with like a free, like, because it was like the holidays, they gave us like a free subscription to Netflix and um, Amazon Video for like a month, so we watched a lot of Netflix over the holidays. I don't actually have Netflix, believe it or not. Um, I have Disney Plus, but I don't have Netflix. So I watched a lot of Christmas movies. Um, I built a gingerbread house, which was one of my goals for December. And yeah, I just got to spend some time at home and just chill. Um, I know the holiday season can be like, it can be hard for a lot of people. And honestly, like it never really hit me until this year just because I was kind of upset leading up to Christmas. I think I just felt really overwhelmed with the fact that another year had gone by. And we actually, my family and I, we actually had like a really big argument a couple days before Christmas. And I actually shed a couple tears on Christmas because I was feeling kind of stressed and kind of sad. But that same afternoon, we went to go see some relatives that we haven't seen in a really long time. And that kind of made me feel better. But we're all good now. I think I was just feeling really overwhelmed and like, especially because it seems like we're going backwards in terms of our whole fight against the pandemic. It just was a lot for me to take in and I've been feeling kind of frustrated for a while. So yeah, but otherwise it was fine. I hope that you all enjoyed your breaks as well. And I hope that you've enjoyed like your first official week of 2022. I hope that so far it's been treating you well. I know it's still extremely early. The topic for this week is 
kind of related to what we talked about in the last episode about setting goals for the new year and things like that. I talked to a lot of people over the holidays, including some of my relatives, some of my younger relatives and my older relatives, and we're just talking about life, you know, and like the pressure as young adults to just constantly be doing things and like have your life figured out and even people like in their 30s like like I said I talk to people that are both younger and older than me it feels like everybody's kind of in a similar boat where we all kind of feel like we have to live up to this kind of standard as young adults to be thriving Um, and a lot of the time people tell us like oh you're in like your prime years like you better enjoy it while it lasts kind of thing which is really frustrating to hear especially like when you're in your 20s everybody makes it seem like your 20s are super like the best time of your life which I can tell you right now that ever since I've turned 20 I can tell you it hasn't been the best couple of years of my life in fact it's probably been the hardest couple of years of my life and being 20 being in your 20s during the pandemic isn't like it it, is just an added stress you know like being a young adult on its own pandemic or no pandemic is really difficult and challenging but once you throw a pandemic into that it makes everything so much harder and like I said I feel like it's not even just people in their 20s I think it's just everyone but I think young people in particular have these additional struggles that we don't really talk about even like on a regular basis and I'm kind of in the middle when it comes to my family like both me and my brother were kind of like the middle people in terms of our extended family we have a lot of cousins that are in their late 20s um, early 30s some of them are just starting to like get married and things like that but then we also have a lot of cousins that are younger than us that are like just barely in high school or have just started university things like that so we're kind of in the middle and it seems like we're all kind of in the same boat we're all kind of feeling similar way in terms of our futures and like that uncertainty but also that pressure because everybody keeps telling us oh like this is supposed to be like the best times of your life but it's not it's been really difficult and I think everybody makes it seem like once you're no longer like a kid or once you're no longer young which I don't even know what's considered young anymore and what's considered old because I don't think being in your 30s is old at all so I don't know I think I I thought a lot about it over the holidays because and I think that's why I had the mental breakdown that I did just leading up to Christmas is because there's this pressure being a young adult to kind of just be thriving and be living your best life when that's not always the case and everybody makes it seem like this is supposed to be like the fun time of your life and everything after that is just miserable. So that's what we're going to be talking about today and then in the second half of this week's episode I thought I would go over some things that you could do to start off 2022 on the right foot. I realized that last week we talked a lot about goals and like new year's resolutions and things like that and like how to actually achieve them and i watched a lot of youtube over the holidays of people like goal setting and like reflecting on 2021 and it seems like a lot of people don't really have high expectations for 2022 
which is totally understandable given the circumstances. And a lot of people are just like, you know what, we're not going to make a big deal out of it if we don't achieve like some crazy goals. And I think a lot of people go in having these really high expectations for New Year's and like setting goals and stuff like that. And then once the year comes to an end, you kind of feel like a failure because you didn't achieve everything that you wanted to achieve. And I think we set goals sometimes and we expect like a goal to be something that's really big, like, you know, starting a new job or traveling and like just something that's really big, like achieving like a really huge goal, like graduating or something like that. When in reality, goals don't have to be really massive and they can just be simple things like, you know, wake up earlier or um, go to the gym more. They're not as big as like traveling or getting a new car or something like that, but they're still goals. They're just not huge and they're not as difficult. Well, I guess not as difficult. I don't want to say not as difficult to achieve, but they're more like, they're just not the same thing, you know? Wanting to wake up earlier in, in 2022 is not as big as saying I want to travel the world in 2022 which given the circumstances I don't know how I would feel about traveling but I have a couple of things I made a list of things that you could try to achieve in 2022 if you don't really have a lot of goals or you don't want to like set really big goals and have like high expectations because of what's been going on so I have like some really simple things that you can try they're very small things they're not huge things if you a lot of people don't feel like they can achieve really big things because of the pandemic stopping them and other things so i wrote down some really basic goals that you can try and achieve even if the pandemic gets worse and even if the big goals that you want to achieve like you know starting university or something like that starting a new job aren't feasible at this time so I just wanted to make you feel like you can still achieve small things you don't have to do anything super big um, in order to have a good year or a successful year or productive year whatever you want to call it so I have a couple things that might help you to just create some better habits for the new year um, so yeah that'll be the second half of the episode so with that I'm going to get started with talking about the pressure of being a young adult, specifically being in your 20s, but I will go into um, ages that are younger than that and a bit older. Um, I think just the pressure as a young person um, living in a pandemic, especially, I think this isn't something that I've really talked about, but I've kind of like hinted at it at previous episodes, but that's what we're going to start with. So I hope you enjoy. So I'm going to start off by reading a couple of sentences from an interview that I was reading. It was an interview done by this magazine and they were speaking to these different celebrities. Um, I don't think they actually like tell you which celebrity they interviewed. It's supposed to be like anonymous, but they give you like what their profession is like one of them is um 
like a prospect for the NBA or something or NBA or NFL something I can't remember and then one of them is a singer one of them is like an acting school or whatever and they the whole interview basically just like talks about the pressures that they feel as like young adults and like the pressure to kind of live up to the standard and like be living like their best lives at such a young age and to figure like their whole life out at such a young age i think most of these people are in are either like late teens or early 20s i think there's one person that's in their late 20s but i found the things that they said were pretty interesting and pretty like relatable and i think it really hit me because i've been having a lot of conversations over the holidays with people around my age and i never realized just how many like how many of us kind of feel the same way in terms of our lives and how many of us feel that pressure to be like living our best lives and you know what people call the prime time of your life when in reality like it's been so difficult so that's kind of what i want to talk about for this half and i guess i'll go ahead and read out one of the statements that i saw in this particular interview so it's there's a certain level of expectation placed upon young people and that is to continue achieving things this becomes a burden and it's an unrealistic standard to live up to and so many people feel extremely pressured to be successful at such a young age and then there's parts of the interview where like the actual person doing the interview like kind of goes in and like reflects on what the person said like what the celebrity said and then they add like their own like interpretation of whatever the celebrity said so this is what the interviewer said after interviewing a particular one of the celebrities and he says it's clear that he's a perfectionist but he's also incredibly hard on himself to the point where it sometimes feels like he will never be good enough but he's only 24 years old yet he's achieved so much already so this particular person that they interviewed i think is a singer and he's only 24 years old and from my understanding he's also not like an english speaker like i think he sings in a different like he's he's not even like american he's not from like a western society a western country he's from somewhere else in the world and you can tell that like the thing the answers to his, the the interview questions are translated from another language um so yeah like it's like it just shows that it's not even just like a western kind of kind of stereotype like i i used to think that this was just the thing like people expected of young people like if you were living in a place like the us or canada or in the uk where they they have such high expectations for people that are so young but clearly like this is something that happens and like something that we see like in young people regardless of where you're from and even if it's not exactly the same like it's still like the same general idea of like being expected to do so much when you're that young and then there's another quote that i found in the same interview by somebody else and this particular celebrity is 29 years old 
And he says, some days we all just need to sit back, relax and enjoy doing nothing for a while. And this really stood out to me because personally, I am someone that needs to constantly be doing something. Like I constantly need to be working on a goal or need to have like something to do in order to keep myself from going insane. And this quote is really interesting because throughout this entire interview, when like in particular for this particular celebrity, he talks about like how even though he has such a crazy life, his favorite thing to do sometimes is literally just to like sit around in his house and do nothing, like literally do nothing. And I think we live in a society where like if you tell people like, oh yeah, I haven't really been doing much or haven't really been doing anything, people kind of look at you and you're like, what are you doing with your life? Like you're not doing anything. You're just wasting time. Like go and do something productive. But lately I've been trying to tell myself that sometimes doing nothing is productive And it's okay to not be doing anything. Like sometimes doing nothing is actually the productive thing to do. Like if you're working all the time, if you're constantly trying to achieve something, then you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to stress yourself out. And sometimes you just need to do nothing. And I think this is really good advice because this this particular celebrity was like the oldest person in the interview. And so he was like, it concerns me that people younger than me feel the same way that I do and I'm almost like 30 years old. And like the youngest person in the interview is like barely, like they're like the youngest person is 17 years old. And like, honestly, I read the 17 year olds like responses to the interview questions and I honestly felt like really bad for whoever this person is. Again, it's anonymous, but they tell you like, they tell you the profession and the age that they are. And it's just really disappointing. Like, It breaks my heart knowing that people that young feel this pressure to be doing so much when they literally like have a whole life ahead of them to do whatever. And so one of the things that kind of motivated me to do an episode on this is a conversation I had with my oldest cousin. He is in Scotland right now and he's actually a doctor. He works in the ICU and a lot of what he does is like taking care of people that are incredibly sick. A lot of people are COVID patients. A lot of people are like, a lot of people are like just older patients, like senior citizens, things like that. And so he's witnessed a lot of really heartbreaking things being, um, an ICU doctor and he's in his early 30s his birthday is actually coming up next week and he also recently just got married um so we were just talking like on new year's he like video chatted me and we were just talking about life you know and we were talking about like me of course like the first thing he does is like ask me how I'm doing when in reality I should be asking him because he's firsthand like witnessing all the shit that's going on in the healthcare system with COVID and all that crap but anyway he asked me like what I'm up to and I'm just like I'm really not really doing anything like I I didn't get into vet school and he knows this and he was like like what are your plans like what you plan on doing since you got rejected and I was like I really don't know like at this point I'm I like I told him that I took a couple of extra undergraduate classes to help kind of boost my GPA And then I told him that I'm looking 
to get like experience with animals and um like different types of animals like if you don't know i don't think i've ever mentioned this but i used to work at an animal hospital about a year and a half ago and i've worked at a couple different animal hospitals like as a volunteer and as like a paid position um but most of my experience so far has just been with small animals which are like cats and dogs but in order to get to vet school you need well i guess not need but like you have a better shot of getting in and like most people have experience working with like bigger animals and like other than just cats and dogs like people work on farms people go and volunteer at the zoo and stuff like that um people like volunteer at horse stables things dairy farms chicken farms things like that and so in order to submit like a really good like application and to like actually get in to vet school you need to have like a variety of different experiences and like experience working with a variety of different animals which I don't have which is probably the reason why I didn't get in and so I've been trying to find places like farms and zoos to go and volunteer at but it's been really hard because a lot of farms close for the season now that it's officially winter and even then like a lot of them have just flat out said no we can't because of COVID like we can't have people coming in so it's been really difficult to find that experience and I was telling him about this and he was like well like what you gonna do like what you gonna do until like you choose to apply um to that school again like to reapply and see if you get in and I was like I'm thinking of doing a master's I'm thinking of doing this and that and I guess he could tell that I was feeling like really stressed and overwhelmed and he was like don't listen to the people that tell you that this is like supposed to be the best time of your life because it's not and it's probably like the most stressful part of your life so far because even though like you're technically an adult like you when you turn 18 you're technically an adult like you're no longer considered a kid but something he said to me was like your 20s are like the real transition between like childhood and adulthood and you need like those 10 years in order to really kind of get used to being an adult and if you can't like don't expect yourself to make that transition right away like it will take years for you to really get used to this way of living and another thing he said to me was like don't let people tell you that like life is supposed to be easy when you're young because a lot of older people and I've I've witnessed this myself a lot of older people will be like oh like what do you have to be stressed out about or like what do you have to worry about like you're so young like you don't have any problems or like your problems are basically like nothing compared to somebody who's older which I think is really invalidating and like I don't know I, I've, I've heard this from my own parents and I'll be like okay well your experience as a 20 year old is experience from my experience when I was 20 and it's really interesting because I think a lot of people just think that their own lives are so hard and it isn't to say that it isn't I think everybody especially with the pandemic has been struggling um in some sort of way but we all are like oh my life is harder than yours or my problems are bigger than yours and a lot of adults like a lot of older adults like parents and like my uncles and like aunts and stuff will be like oh like you're so young like stop worrying about things and like how how can you say stop worrying like do you think I choose to worry like about this like do you think like, if I couldn't worry, like, if I had the option to turn off my brain and just shut off, you know, all of the 
worries that I have and all the things that are stressing me out. You don't think I would. And it's annoying because everybody thinks that it's the same. Like, my mom and my dad will be like, I wasn't this stressed out when I was 22. And I'm like, okay, well, your life at 22 is a lot different than what my life is at 22. Like, did you live in a pandemic when you were in 22? No, you didn't. And that's the other thing, too, is I feel like what your experience is at a certain age is not the same experience somebody else had at the same age that you were. Like, my oldest cousin, like I said, he's in his early 30s. And he was like, I can't imagine what it's like being in university or being in school during the pandemic. Because obviously, like, he's not in school anymore, but he's a doctor. But at the same time, I kind of have to say, like, I said to him, well, I can't imagine what it's like to be an ICU doctor during the pandemic. I don't have that experience. Like, and I even said this to my brother, like, he's in second year and he started first year in the pandemic. And something he said to me, like, last year, like, during exam time was, I can't imagine, like, how you must feel, like, knowing that you're about to graduate and, like, knowing that this is your last year and, like, you have to do it all online, like, during a pandemic. Like, that must be so stressful. But to me, I was like, well, I could never do, like, my first year of undergrad online. Like, first year was hard enough as it is, even with things being normal. So I try to, I think that just comes down to, like, having compassion for other people and being able to see things from other people's point of view and kind of just putting yourself in their shoes. I don't know what it's like to be a first-year student during the pandemic. My brother doesn't know what it's like to be a fourth-year student during the pandemic. I don't know what it's like to be an ICU doctor during the pandemic. My cousin does not know what it's like to be a 22-year-old in the pandemic. So everybody's experiences are different. And I think a lot of the time we people assume that just because you're young means that you don't have as many things to worry about but that's not the case like and my mom was talking about this too the other day she was like I don't know how like you guys are doing it like if this was me like if this was my life when I was 22 or however old when I was still a kid I would not be able to like do this and it's really interesting because my mom works with kids too like she she works out of school and schools are closing again and I don't know I think I think there's just so much pressure as young adults to just be happy because our problems are just not as big as an adult's problems. And even like, obviously we are adults, like I'm 22, that's considered an adult. But again, do I even feel like an adult? Do I feel like I'm actually an adult or do I still feel like a kid? I definitely 100% still feel like a kid. And I think that comes from the pressure is like once you turn 18 like you're supposed to do all these things you know and I I was listening to another podcast a couple days ago and there's just all these things that people expect you to do like when you're in your 20s or even younger than that like moving out for one thing this is like the biggest thing that I've noticed is everybody feels pressure to like find their own apartment or find their own house but it's like have you seen how expensive housing markets are like literally everywhere it's like the one thing that people always talk about on the news like whenever I'm watching the news which I don't do a lot of but there's always something about like how rent prices and like housing markets and the GTA are so freaking expensive 
And I'm like, then why is there this expectation for all these young people who are struggling to find like proper jobs that pay well to move out and like live on their own? Like, why is that a thing? Why is it a bad thing if you still live with your parents? And I get it. Like, it, it can be hard. Like, as you grow up, I, I definitely think that it gets harder to live with your parents as you grow up. But at the same time, there's so many benefits to it. Like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to be alone. And a lot of my friends now that they're, they're doing their masters and stuff like that. And so a lot of them live with roommates and they're paying rent for living in the city that they go to school in. And they're just like, I'm so freaking lonely because even though I, I have these roommates, like I don't talk to them and I like I worry about like my finances and stuff because I don't have a job or like my job doesn't pay enough and some of them only make like barely 15 an hour which is like I think that's minimum wage here in Ontario and it's just that's not enough to like support yourself you know and on top of that they're paying for post-secondary education they're paying to do this master's degree and there's just everybody like wants to move out and it's interesting because in the podcast that I was listening to, the person was explaining like how as you get older, the relationship that you have with your parents kind of change and then you kind of have this need to be more independent and do things on your own and like wanting your own space and just wanting to feel like an adult while still living in like your childhood home, if that makes sense. Because when you're living by yourself, you're kind of, you, you have to do everything. Like you got to go get your groceries. You got to, you know, go fill your car up with gas, whatever, stuff like that. But then when you're at home, like you're, you're an adult, but you're still like a kid in your parents' eyes because you, you live with them. You live with your parents. So you're, you're technically still the child of the house, like, right? And so I feel this all the time where I'm like, should I be doing more as an adult? But at the same time, like, I don't feel like an adult. I still feel like I'm a kid because I, like, I'm living at home and, like, most of the time my mom will just cook food and she'll be like, here, eat. And I'm like, shouldn't I be the one cooking? Like, I'm an adult. Like, I can cook. Like, I can do this. Or, you know, she doesn't do, she doesn't do everything, obviously. Like, there are things that my brother and I, we've grown to, like, do ourselves. But at the same time, it just, it doesn't feel like we're actual adults even though we technically are. And plus, even if moving out is something that we want, I personally have not really considered moving out at any time, but I know that this is like something that a lot of people feel pressured to do. It's not easy to just pack your bags and leave, you know, and especially during the pandemic and especially because like it's so expensive to find a place and like to find an actually like good location and to be able to pay for it and like still like have enough savings to purchase whatever else that you need it's hard like so many young people don't even have jobs right now and a lot of people are still in school like doing university or college or whatever it is they're doing like it's not enough it's like i don't know like how is 15 an hour enough for you to like survive i like it, it doesn't make sense the other thing that i feel like we're pressured to do is just have fun you know, and I think this is the one thing that always annoyed me the most because, again, this goes back to older people saying like, oh, like, shut up about your problems. Like, you're supposed to be having fun during your 20s. 
and it's like am I supposed to be having fun because first of all there's not even a lot of things that you can do for fun like with the pandemic like with the restrictions and if you're going back into lockdown and stuff like that there's not a lot that you can do you literally locked yourself in your house and people keep telling you oh like your 20s are supposed to be fun and like travel oh my god don't even get me started on traveling like people make like romanticize traveling when in reality it's so fucking hard and like you shouldn't even be traveling like at this point like that's that's just what i think like unless you absolutely need to be traveling right now i don't get it like especially because this pandemic is just continuing on to rage like i i don't understand and a lot of people romanticize it because they think oh like it's supposed to help you like find yourself or some shit like that and i'm like why do you need to spend all that money to go across the world in order to find yourself like i'm not saying traveling isn't fun i've traveled myself i've never traveled alone i've traveled with family and i've been lucky enough to travel because a lot of my extended family live in different parts of the world so i've been lucky enough to go visit other places but it's just something that's so romanticized and nobody talks about how difficult it actually is to like you know save enough money for a trip and then the actual like stress of like if you're traveling alone especially during a pandemic and even if there is no pandemic traveling alone can be really scary and why is it like why do people make traveling seem like a necessity like if you look at like those lists like a bucket list of all the things that you should do before you turn 30 traveling is always on there and i'm like why why do you need to travel before you're 30 why can't you travel after you're 30 like it's not like the borders are all gonna shut when you turn 30 and they're like oh nope you've missed your time to like fucking travel all over the world and backpack across australia like no And again, this isn't me trying to say like traveling is bad. It's just people make it seem like it's so easy and people always romanticize traveling when you're in your 20s or like when you're a young adult, when in reality, it's it's really challenging and it it isn't for everyone. Like not a a lot of people don't even like traveling. The other thing with traveling is that with like if you're taking a gap year or whatever, kind of like I am, people always say like, travel during your gap year and go like volunteer abroad in another country during your gap year like it's not possible right now like it literally is not possible to travel right now and even if it is like how do you like how safe do I feel traveling how comfortable do I feel traveling when Omicron is literally ruining everybody's lives again so there's a lot a lot of things there's a lot of pressure around traveling and like being in your 20s or even being like in your 30s I would say And I think people just make it seem like it's something that you have to do before you reach a certain age. And you can have fun. Like, you can enjoy your life in your own country, too. And I hate watching, like, I used to watch, like, travel vlogs of, like, people my age, like, traveling and, like, backpacking, doing all these solo trips. And they're like, oh, like, I learned so much about myself, like, while I was in this country or whatever. And I'm like, that's great. But... You don't have to do that in order to learn about yourself. You could be locked up in your house like we have for the past like two years and you could still learn a lot about yourself even if you haven't done anything. And people romanticize like 
moving to another country and starting a new life and basically just like leaving your hometown which is all great like I'm I'm not trying to make it seem like these are things that you shouldn't be doing it's just like why is that the thing that you have to do why is like why is that like the normal thing to do to is to pack your bags and just leave and go somewhere else why is that like the necessity and I I say this as someone who has been thinking about applying to vet school in other parts of the world but even then like I was talking about this with my mom she was like do you really think you're capable of living on your own in another country and being the homebody that I am and being the socially awkward person that I am I don't know if I can do I don't know if I could pack my bags and ship myself off to Scotland where I'm looking to go to vet school but it's it's not to say that I'm not excited for that to possibly happen in the future but I'm also like can I actually do this like is this something that I can do like I've been to Scotland before very long time ago I've traveled lots like the first time I ever traveled I would have been a baby like we were literally looking through like old pictures over the holidays and there's this there's this photo of me standing next to Korean Airlines in in Seoul like at the airport and like I literally was like when the hell did we ever go to Seoul and we didn't actually like stay in Seoul it was just like a connecting flight from from Toronto to Seoul then Seoul to Singapore but I had no memory of it but anyway I just feel like People make it seem so easy. It's so easy to just pack your bags and leave and go to another city or go to another country and start your life there when nobody talks about how difficult it actually is. The other thing that I feel like young people are pressured to do is just to have everything figured out. And to be honest, what is everything? Like, nobody has everything figured out, regardless of how old you are. And I was talking about this to my friend that got married and she... She's, she was talking to me about how she felt like she needed to get married and that was like the solution to all of her problems basically and that that was, was, that was what her happiness was going to be about. Like that was what's going to give her satisfaction in life. And now that she's married, she now, like she's lately been telling me like, oh, like my job has been getting like really boring and I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. Like I dread driving to work because it's just not fun anymore and I'm not enjoying it anymore as, as much as I once did and then there's this pressure for her to like like move out of her parents right now she she and her her husband they live in like the basement of her of her family's house they've converted it to like a, a basement apartment and it's actually really nice I went down there and they've set it up really nicely but anyway but she she was texting me the other day she was like I want to quit my job because I don't enjoy it but at the same time I know that like I'm not going to be able like it's going to be difficult for me to find a job that pays as well and she really likes the people that she works with like she really enjoys the environment and she gets like a decent salary but like she was like that's it's still not enough for me to like buy like our own house in the future and to move to a bigger place once they're a bit older and like they want to do like a like a honeymoon at some point once covid gets better and she's like, it's not enough to to do all those things. And she's almost 28 years old. She'll be t- turning 28 in a couple of months. And I think that's just proof that nobody has everything figured out. And this is, this is a woman that is now married. She has a full-time job that she's starting to dislike. And 
it's just proof that nobody really has everything figured out and it, there's it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me like why do you need to have everything figured out some things you just have to figure out as you go like i'm that type of person that will get out like a piece of paper and plan out like the next six years of my life which i know a lot of people do this as well but how many of those plans actually like follow through right like obviously you, there's like you can set goals for where you want to be in like five years from now but as for how you get there like you can't plan out everything to the t and expect them to all like follow through because things are gonna happen you're gonna encounter adversity you're gonna encounter a fucking pandemic to come and ruin your lives and it's just not realistic and especially like i'm 22 i've graduated i've got my stupid degree but there are people like in high school teenagers people younger than that that feel that pressure and i'm like you're literally still a kid you literally have so much life ahead of you and you spend so much time worrying about your future and what you want to be when you grow up and what university you want to go to or if you want to go to university at all and jobs and all this shit and sometimes you just need to breathe sometimes you just need to like say you know what fuck this i'm still a kid and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna see where life takes me and it's it's so much easier said than done to just not think about it too much but there's so much pressure and i definitely felt this pressure in high school to know exactly what i wanted to do and even now that i talk to like my friends who are now doing their masters and we've all gotten our you know our bachelor's degree a lot of them still have no idea what the hell they want to do and that's totally fine but then again like they all feel so pressured to know what comes next it's like you start one thing but then you're already looking ahead to see what comes after it you know what i mean like the other day i was talking to one of my friends she goes to McMaster in Hamilton and she's doing a two years master's degree in neuroscience and she hasn't even gotten through half of her master's degree yet and she's already thinking about what's gonna happen after it and I was like oh my god like you literally just bloody started your master's degree and you're already thinking about what's gonna happen and I think the reason why she started thinking about it is because the advisor that she has like the professor that she's working with for her master's was like pressuring her into doing a phd upon getting the masters and she was like i don't want to do a phd i just want to get a job right after graduating and getting my masters and it's just crazy right because she literally just started this degree and she's already looking onto like what happens afterward instead of actually like just focusing on what she's doing now she's looking into what's going to happen in the future and i'm guilty of this too like when i got to university when i was in first year all i could think about was vet school and like i i still had four years of undergrad to do and i was already thinking about oh like i need to do this this and this for vet school when i wasn't focusing on what was actually happening in the present time and it's so bad for you because you like again like you never realize that you're so focused on the future that you don't live in the present moment and focus on what's actually happening right in front of you because you're so far ahead in life and you're thinking about what's going to happen in three years so that's really frustrating and the youngest person that i talked to was over the holidays was someone that i haven't seen in quite a while and there's a seven year age difference between the two of us and honestly the conversation we had it was really remarkable and she's only like 15 years old she's just started grade 10 in september and she's already like freaking out about like finding a job and like worrying about what she wants to do with her life she she's she's a dancer and 
she wants to do something like dance related um after high school but i think her parents would prefer that she decides to do something else um and i guess like she kind of feels like that pressure from her family to do something else because they don't think that being a dancer is like a good enough career or whatever and again she's only 15 and i just i remember like hearing some of the things that she would say to me she was like oh like i feel like i'm like i'm not gonna make it and like i feel like i'm not gonna like be successful in life and i'm like you're only 15 girly like you're 15 please just like enjoy your life and just you know have fun and just don't worry about like see again like i i was saying like adults tell us not to worry here i am telling my youngest my youngest cousin not to worry but i just felt so bad i just felt like this girl is 15 you know and she's she you could tell that she was really like stressed and worked up about this and she's talking about like applying to colleges and stuff like that and she you know she's still like a long ways away until that all happens and you could tell that she's like really overwhelmed and i just felt like I don't know i tried to be the big sister that i could you know being someone that just recently graduated from college and she was like how do you have your life together she literally asked me like because my parents do this thing where they'll be like oh like priya's doing this and like um you know they'll talk about my brother and like oh he's doing this this and this and then our family like their parents will be like oh well this person like our kids are doing this and whatever you know that sets the expectation the pressure for everybody else in the family to get their shit together and like you know live out their best lives but i think after that she came up to me while we were eating dinner and she was like how do you have your life like so put together and i'm like i really do not have my life put together like if you saw me over the last like six months of my life like i do not have my life together i don't and i think that's the other thing too is that so many people make it seem like they have their life together especially like on social media like on instagram or on tiktok or even on youtube like if you watch like vlogs of people just doing whatever it is they do it's so easy to think like wow this person is doing so incredibly well and this person is you know has their life together when they really don't like even if they have something that you want that person probably wants something that you have and i think this this is going into another conversation i had with my neighbor my neighbor's korean and she listens to a lot of k-pop and she's kind of what got me into k-pop and we were talking about this one person this one um singer he's part of bts i'll put this out there and he's 24 and she was telling me like she came over like christmas night and we were just watching movies together and she was like i always find myself comparing like comparing myself to jungkook from bts because we're the same age and he's achieved so much as like a 24 year old and here i am like working at like a convenience store as a 24 year old yet he's like gone to the fucking grammys and done all this shit you know and i was like you can't compare yourself to someone like that and even then like like this part like this member of bts himself talks about like the pressure that he feels and like he's someone that's such a perfectionist too like she was telling me like about an interview that she she watched and he was talking about like how he feels so much pressure to like be the best and because bts is so fucking big like even if you don't like them like you you have to admit that they're they're fucking ridiculously big i don't know how but 
they're so big and he's so young and like they're not even 30 yet like the, the the oldest is literally 29 years old and he literally just turned 29 years old too and there's just he they always talk about how much pressure they're under and like even though people like look up to them and like like i said my neighbor was like oh my god like look at how much bts has achieved at such a young age but it's like would you be willing to go through all the stuff that they had to do to get there like we don't know like what it took for them and i mean they've been kind of open about like their struggles and like like the racism that they experience and stuff like that in the music industry but something that i heard in a podcast was like we always compare ourselves to people that seem like they're more successful than us but if you sit back and like take it a step back for a second and ask yourself would you be willing to put in the same effort and go through all of the experiences that that person had to get where they are would you be willing to go down and experience those same things in order to have that success and the truth is no you're not willing to work as hard to get where someone successful is right like you wouldn't want to experience the things that someone who's really successful is because they went through a lot and that isn't to say that some people aren't just given things some people do like do have it really easy some people are more privileged than others where they're just handed things and life is a lot easier for them but so many of the people that we all look up to really did have to work hard and from a very young age and something else that I've been thinking about is like how much younger everybody is than me now and like seeing all these celebrities that are like 15 16 years old and are achieving so much and making all this money and i'm like you know you're 15 and this is how much you've achieved in your life and you've done all these crazy things i'm 22 and i haven't achieved half the things that you have yet you're 15 and again you shouldn't be comparing yourself to what other people are doing and it's not realistic because you don't know what they went through to get where they are and another band that i listened to actually i had no idea that they were so much younger than me but like the youngest is like seven years older than me and their music is just so incredible and he's like a dancer too like one of the members and i was like how are you literally 15 years old yet you've achieved so much like it just it just makes me feel like wow you know this is what i've been doing and this is what you're doing at 15. And it's just, it's just hard not to compare yourself sometimes. But again, you can't compare your life to other people's because you don't know what they had to go through to get where they are. And if you did, you probably wouldn't want to go through it yourself. And it's not easy. Whatever it is that people do, even if it's at, if it's at a young age, even if you see like all these celebrities who are like younger than you are, and it's not easy. You have no idea what they had to experience. And what they had to do to get where they are and honestly there are things that people would look at you and say oh i want what she has you might not realize it but every time you compare yourself to somebody else and think i want what this person has or i wish i was as 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 successful as this person i guarantee you that the people that you look up to and people you think that about probably have similar thoughts they probably look at you and wish that they had something that you have So, I mean, we're all in the same boat. We're all experiencing the same things. Maybe not exactly like the same circumstances, but we all experience very similar emotions when it comes to this type of pressure and these standards that we all have to live up to. And I guess the point is that you've got 
your whole life ahead of you if you have been feeling stuck or feeling lost and i think that's the best way to kind of describe describe it is feeling lost as a young adult and not really knowing where life is headed and the uncertainty with the future i guarantee you literally like 90% of us feel the same way and i think the best way to kind of overcome it is just to talk to people like talk to your relatives that are around the same age as you talk to older relatives talk to younger relatives talk to your friends and like i said everybody kind of feels the same way regardless of whether regardless of what you're doing in your life like the beginning of the year like not at the beginning of september when my friends were all starting their masters like i would say like oh like at least you guys are like doing something with your lives like you guys are working towards another degree but so many of my friends that are now doing masters tell me like oh i wish i had taken a, like a break from school before starting a masters and so many of them even though they're working on this degree still feel really lost like i said my one friend has no idea what she wants to do after doing her masters and she feels pressured to do a phd which she really doesn't want to do so everybody's kind of in the same boat and i think realizing that you're not the only one that experiences and just letting yourself take a step back and be like you know what it's okay i've got time to figure things out and you don't have to have everything figured out i don't know how else to put it and i i i don't know if this is good advice or not but it's something that i definitely need to work on and just realize that it'll work itself out you know just don't put so much pressure on yourself and screw what other people say if you've been doing nothing or if you feel like you've been doing nothing if you feel like you haven't been productive that's okay sometimes doing nothing is productive sometimes you don't have to achieve really big things you don't have to buy a car or move out or have your dream job at 20 something in fact most people don't even stick at one job like this is something that i learned in one of my classes is like most people don't stay at the same job even if it is their dream job like if your dream job is to be a doctor you're probably not going to be working at the same clinic or the same hospital your whole life you're probably going to move around at least a couple of times you know and it doesn't just happen like when you're young like my cousin that i told you about my 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 cousin that's in scotland he originally was in manchester that was his first job being after he graduated from medical school and he got his degree to practice and all that stuff he first worked at a hospital in manchester and he only recently moved to scotland after getting married and he told me this he's like i'm probably not going to be in scotland forever like there might be you know a point where i decide to leave the uk and go somewhere else and practice there so nothing is permanent in life too i guess that's the other thing is people are so focused on wanting to like find their dream job and stuff like that but you know even if it is your dream job doesn't mean that you're not going to move around and change things up a bit every now and then you're always going to want more and change is good change is something that you have to embrace and i'm getting off topic now but I don't know. I feel like there's just all this pressure to just continue accomplishing things and we need to start normalizing just taking a step back and doing nothing is actually so good for you because it lets you really think and like 
when you don't have anything else going on in your life, it's easier to kind of reflect on what has already happened and you're more likely to think straight and like the ideas will come to you and you'll start to figure things out when you give yourself the time to figure things out. Like if you're trying to figure things out while doing so many other things, it's harder to think straight and that's when you become stressed and you become burnt out because you're working on one thing. Like you're in your undergrad and you're already starting to worry about what's going to happen after it when you should just be focusing on let's make it through undergrad first and then worry about what's going to happen after when the time comes. It's just easier to like figure things out when you don't have much going on. And it's been easier for me too. Like now that I'm not in school and now that I've had so much time for myself, it's just been easier to kind of, you know, think like, okay, what do I actually want to do? And what actually interests me? What do I actually need to figure out? And it's, it's just less stressful that way. Anyway, I think that's all for this part of the episode. So I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into some of the things that you can do for 2022. If you don't have a lot of expectations for this new year, here are some just habits to create. Um, if you don't have any really big goals, then these are for you. If you're just looking for things to work on this new year, if you're like me, if you need to be working on something, but don't want to have too many expectations or strings attached for 2022, then stick around and listen to the next half of the episode. Okay, so second half of the episode, things to do this year if you've got low expectations. Like I said, I think we're all pressured to achieve really big things like move out or find our dream job or get married or start a degree or graduate or some something crazy like that. And if those are your goals for this year, then great. If your goal is to graduate, if your goal is to move out, if your goal is to get married or whatever, great. That's good for you and I hope that you find a way to achieve those goals. But if you're like me and you have some lower expectations for 2022, then these are some of the things I think that you could do just to make it seem like you've done something productive this year. So the first thing is to read more books and listen to more podcasts and just read more actual information and just basically get educated. Um, I think people underestimate the power of knowledge sometimes and like actual knowledge. And the reason why I said books and like actual information is because in a time like the pandemic where there's so much shit like on social media and so much inf- misinformation being spread, I think it's important that people find credible resources to educate themselves. And this isn't just about like the coronavirus, but it's like just find things Find topics that you're interested in or that you're passionate about and then find books or podcasts that relate to them. And podcasts especially because like podcasts are pretty much free to listen to. There are so many podcasts on Spotify. I I, I could give you a list but like I can't think of the names off off the top of my head. But read more books. Be willing to like become more educated and knowledgeable about the topics that you're interested in. And it's just... It's a good way to become educated and it's a good way to like keep your mind occupied and it's just, it's good. It's good for you. People, people used to make fun of me for reading books when I was in high school 
but honestly I've learned so much from reading books even if it is like a fiction book like a fantasy book about like fairies and shit like that there's still some really good like lessons in there good life lessons so read more books and listen to more podcasts just read more the second thing is to establish some type of routine for both the morning and the evening um this will really vary depending on what your life is like and what your schedule is like i know a lot of people like on youtube and stuff will talk about like meditation and like exercising and like stuff like that i do meditate and i do exercise but i don't do it to the extent that it's showed on youtube like some people will be like oh i do a 30 minute meditation before i go to work and i'm like okay well i don't have 30 minutes before i go to work i usually just do like a five minute meditation um there's lots of like meditation videos on youtube that are literally like two to five minutes long so if you're someone that needs to get up early to like go to school or go to work definitely if you you don't have to meditate for 30 minutes or 20 minutes or if you only have two minutes to meditate then do it it doesn't have to be for a long time and like nobody's holding you accountable nobody's going to judge you if you only meditate for two minutes it's not that big of a deal um but it does help clear your head and there's lots of really good apps too lots of free apps guided meditations that are short and sweet um a lot of people like to do yoga and stuff i am trying to get into more yoga this year i do like a quick like stretch in the morning and at night um but if you are looking for like yoga and like stretching videos um i recommend searching up yoga with bird on youtube she has a lot of really good yoga practices that are some of them are a bit longer like 15 to 30 minutes some of them are literally like nighttime stretches like if you have trouble sleeping she has ones like if you've got anxiety or stuff i did one two nights ago i think it was like an evening stretch it was only five minutes long so if you're someone that doesn't have a lot of time because of your schedule but you want to start you know doing things like yoga or meditation there's a lot of really short ones on youtube so definitely check them out um the other thing i wanted to say is setting giving yourself time away from your phone um i know this is really hard to do especially like if you've got like if you've set alarms and stuff like that and something i realized too is that like people will be like oh don't go on your phone in the morning or don't go on your phone before you're before you go to bed but like if you use your phone to like have to do like your meditation to like follow a guided meditation or like to follow a youtube video you kind of need a screen to do that but um i would advise like just deleting some of the apps that you go on a lot um like i delete instagram every day before i go to bed so that i don't go on it first thing in the morning um i turn off like my i turn on my do not disturb um i make it a rule not to check my emails after like 8 30 p.m and the other thing too is if you're someone that struggles to get up in the morning put your phone to charge on the opposite side of the room like away from your bed so that when your alarm goes off you actually have to get up out of your bed to go turn it off instead of like putting it right next to your bed and you can just turn it off while you're still lying down so that helps next thing is something that i saw on jay shetty's instagram page um if you don't know who jay shetty is this man is literally like oh my goodness he's incredible he has a podcast called uh, oh god what is it called um he has a podcast he also has a book called um think like a monk i haven't read it but i really want to read it um i wanted to i wanted to get it for christmas but i don't i got a lot of 
I got a lot for Christmas this year, so I might ask for it for my birthday. Um, but he has a book called Think Like a Monk, which I want to read. And he has a really good podcast. I don't know why I can't remember the name of it. I listen to it a lot. What is it called? Oh, my phone's ringing. Give me a second, guys. Sorry about that, guys. My mom just called. She forgot her keys. She left the house a few hours ago. She forgot to take her keys. So she just needed me to open the door for her. Um, but anyway, I think I was talking to you about Jay Shetty's podcast. And I'm going to look up the name real quick because this podcast is literally like the best podcast to exist. Okay, it's called On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Go listen to this man's podcast. It is fucking incredible. And he has like a lot of guests that come on it. And it's just really good. Like he has like the best life advice ever. And like if you're ever feeling unmotivated or just feeling upset about anything go listen to his podcast incredible guy absolutely love him he's so inspirational and like he's just so real too like he's not like he's not like that stereotypical you know i think he even has a youtube channel but he just keeps it very real and like the people that he has come on his podcast are also very motivational and like it just like it's just a really good podcast if you're someone that's a young adult and like you're feeling lost in your life I would definitely recommend reading his book, checking out his YouTube channel, and his podcast. Go listen to it. The next thing that I... Oh, I didn't mention what he actually said. Okay, so on his Instagram, I think he posted this like on New Year's Day or something, on January 1st, where he made a post and he was like, create, have like this jar full of memories for the year, and then keep adding to it like as the year goes on like write down like on a piece of paper or like on a post-it note like any good things that happen in 2022 and then put it in this jar and then at the end of the year so in December of 2022 open up the jar and then like read through all the different things that you put in there um so I think this is just a good way to like for you to reflect on the year so if you I'm gonna I'm doing this for this year by the way I already have one sticky note in there um I had an interview on Monday at an animal clinic that I'm hoping to be volunteering at and the interview went pretty well so that was something that I put as like a good memory or like a, a win for 2022 I guess so I put that in my little jar um, and so if you just put all of your memories from 2022 into this jar write them down on a piece of paper and put them in there you can look at it at the end of the year and like read them and then just reflect on all the good memories and it's just a good way for you to like keep track of all the good times that this year will bring you and it'll make you feel happy at the end of the year so I recommend doing this you don't really need to like get anything like if you have like empty jam jars or whatever you can just put them in there if you've got post-it notes and just write down any positive things like maybe you know someone complimented your outfit or something you can say just write that on a piece of paper write down the date and be like oh today was a good day because you know someone complimented me and it made my day or Maybe you saw a really good movie with your friends. You can that could be a good memory, or I don't know, just anything positive that happens throughout the year. Write it on a piece of paper, put it in the jar. When December thirty first, twenty twenty two rolls around, go through it and see all the good memories that you had. Um, my next kind of thing that you can do for this year is to be mindful of what you consume online. Um, in other words, make sure that you have a healthy digital diet. Social media is 
a train wreck i would say um i need to do a whole episode on social media um i think that social media has the potential to be really good and really resourceful and really helpful but right now it just isn't it um so just watch what you consume like on tiktok or on instagram or whatever you do and even like on youtube like be mindful of the types of videos you watch and the types of posts that you see um i know we talk a lot about like the algorithm on youtube and things like that and sometimes if you have a better algorithm if you consume like if you consume better content on social media you're likely to be happier and you're less likely to compare yourself um my instagram page is literally just full of like animals of animal videos and like people feeding animals because one of my goals is to like go volunteer on the farm and like bottle feed some baby cows and some baby goats so my instagram feed is literally just full of people feeding animals on a farm um but anyway um the other thing with social media is take breaks from it i know it's really hard and i think i've talked about this a couple months ago where like i would kind of challenge myself to go like a couple days without going on instagram um i've been struggling with that a little bit lately especially since the holidays started um i've been going on instagram a lot but definitely challenge yourself to like take some time away from social media delete the apps if you need to um yeah there's lots of youtube videos and stuff like that on like how to detox yourself from the negative parts of social media so i would encourage you to go and watch them because this is something that i'm still struggling with i know most people for most people it's like scrolling through tiktok i don't have tiktok and i never plan on getting tiktok just because i know that i'm going to become obsessed and addicted and keep scrolling so i would just refuse to get it i've never had it and i i never will i i don't plan on downloading it and creating a tiktok ever i'm already really bad with instagram so tiktok is just not going to happen the next thing is to set stricter boundaries to help you stay mentally and emotionally healthy boundaries can really vary um this is an example one of the boundaries that i have is to not go and answer any emails or like study well i'm not in school right now but like something that i developed last year at the start of 2021 is to not like do any schoolwork after 8 p.m because in the last half of 2020 i used to like stay up and like study and like answer emails or just work on things like literally the second like up until i was about to go to bed like i usually go to bed like around 11 and i would stay up until like i would stay up and like be in my bed and work on things and literally just before i'm about to turn off the lights go to bed i would still be working on things and i think it's healthier if you allow yourself like some time before you go to bed to just relax instead of work up until the point you go to sleep so me and my brother actually set this up last year where we're like okay we're gonna stop working at 8 30 we're gonna stop studying we're gonna stop answering our emails we're just gonna chill for like two and a half hours three hours before we go to bed and that's a good boundary to have so whatever that might be for you it could be the social media thing that i just talked about in the previous point um but yeah set boundaries for yourself um just make sure yourself you're giving yourself time to to just st- get away from whatever it is that you need to get away from whether it's social media or it's work or school whatever it is give yourself time to just do nothing the next tip is to spend time outdoors at least once daily 
I know this is really hard if you're like me and you live in Canada and it's, I like I said, it's fucking minus 14 degrees outside right now, according to my phone. But step outside, even if it is like for five minutes, even if you're not going to like walk around in the freezing cold, go stand on your porch for like five minutes. Just do it. Fresh air is good for you. The next thing is to start a new hobby, particularly find something that you can be creative with that's just to do for fun and not like your job like find like a hobby that you don't feel obligated to do find like a creative outlet that could really be anything um for me it's a couple different things my my podcast is my creative outlet um bullet journaling for me is my creative outlet um things like that it could be anything as long as it's not like work or school related just something that you do for fun. I think everybody needs to have a hobby that they do simply for their own pleasure and not to like make money off of. And that could be really anything. Like I think you just need to try. It could be like baking, it could be cooking, it could be working out, it could be some some form of art, whatever it is, just you got to try things, you know? And that leads me into my next point is be open-minded to try new things this is something that i've been preaching ever since like end of 2020 because i think people are so narrow-minded to things and like you're gonna have to expand your interests and like so many people are judgmental of what people are into these days like just be willing to try new things whether that's new food new routines new exercises new friends new hobbies new music anything just your interests are not going to stay the same for the duration of your life you know what you were into five years ago is probably not the same things that you're into now and the same the things that you're into now is probably not what you're going to be into in another five years from now so be willing to explore your interests a bit try things that are a bit different try things that are out of your comfort zone it doesn't have to be crazy things like for me trying new things like for me is like trying new styles of music or trying new recipes to cook um you know i i think i mentioned that like i i listen to like a variety of different music genres now and i listen to music in different languages which i never thought i would ever do i only ever used to listen to english music but now i listen to like indian music i listen to classical music i listen to french songs k-pop we listen to a lot of different genres and i'm hoping i'm hoping this year to expand my music taste um a bit more this year so yeah be be willing to explore your interests try new things the next point is to learn how to become more thought conscious and treat yourself like you would treat your friend or someone that you care about a lot I've talked about this in one of the first episodes that I ever published on here. Um, I think this deserves an episode on its own to like rewire your brain to just be a more positive person and be a more, you know, self-compassionate towards yourself. I've talked about the idea of being your own best friend and like asking yourself like, whenever you have a negative thought, like ask yourself, would you say this to a friend or someone that you care about? And if the answer is no, then why are you being so hard on yourself like if you make a mistake or if you feel a certain way or you're just feeling low and you're you're making yourself feel bad if this was the other way 
around and somebody else that you care about was feeling that way, would you be talking to them so negatively? Probably not. So learn how to kind of be your own best friend and kind of like ask yourself like, if this was my friend feeling this way, would I be saying this to them? You know, like if you make a mistake and you're beating yourself up for it, if your friend made that same mistake, would you be as hard as on, on them as you are on yourself? Probably not. This is a skill that takes a while to develop and I'm still working on it to be honest, but it's a good way to think and it takes practice to kind of implement it and to be more thought conscious. I do have an episode on this coming up in the future. I'm just still working on planning it. Um, so that's definitely something I would say that if if you're someone that struggles with like self-love and like if you're someone that's really hard on themselves, really start asking yourself like, if it was the other way around, if it was your friend feeling that way, if you would react the same way to them, you know? Think of yourself as your best friend. Ask yourself, would you say this to your friend? Would you think that about your friend? And I promise you, once you get used to it and once you practice it, it will become easier to be less hard on your own self and be kinder to yourselves. And that's all the tips that I have for you guys. I know that this year is just barely getting started and we have no idea what it's going to be like it could suck it could be really good covid could disappear it could stick around for a bit longer um and i know this episode has really been targeted towards my young adults and i think most of you here are pretty young so i hope that you realize that we're all under a lot of pressure and that isn't to invalidate your feelings and say oh like suck it up you know we're all dealing with this but you know we're all in this together we're all struggling to get our lives together and to be happy especially during these difficult times and it's okay if you're feeling lost and you don't know what you're doing with your life i'm literally in the exact same boat um so please don't feel alone please realize that so many other people are going through the exact same things and that the stuff that you see online on TikTok and on social media aren't real and even if they are it's only half of like it's not even half of what you would see from that person you social media only shows you the highlight reels and you don't see what goes on behind the scenes um so with that i hope that 2022 will treat every single one of you amazingly and i hope that it's a good year for all of us I hope that I've given you some tips and some advice on how to make 2022 a somewhat productive year even if you don't have any huge goals in mind um, and you don't really have a lot of expectations for this year. I hope that you choose to implement some of the tips that I gave you in this last half of the episode. And with that, my friends, I will see you next week. Take care, happy new year, and stay warm. Bye, guys.